But I also think that if we fast forward through <laughs> my childhood and those atrocious middle school years, one of the first exposures to divs and artisans was really my mom. Before the divorce, my mom was an artisan. Hey, I'm Rana. In this episode, Derek will be talking through his childhood and career path in which he found his passion for serving creators. Hope you enjoy this first episode of Starting Bunches. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Derek, your host here at Start Something, founder and CEO of Bunches. First of all, this podcast is meant to encourage all of you listening to take your own leap into starting your thing. Every other week, we're telling the stories of those among us who are pursuing their passions full-time, writing, music, fashion, tech, and more. I only have an hour with each of them, though. That's not enough to uncover the ins and outs, ups and downs of the story of starting something. Last week, we told the story of Trinity and Trinity Mototech. Next week, can't wait for you to hear about Caroline and her act, Caroline Kid, as a musician. In between interview episodes, I'm going to tell our story, the story of Bunches. I'm going to try to be as raw, authentic, and genuine as possible, the ups and downs of building a product, raising money, starting a company, looking to have each episode about 15 minutes long. We'll take our time working through this story. I'm also sure that there's going to be questions along the way as you listen to this story, and I want to make sure that they get answered. So guess what? We've started a bunch, you guessed it, for Start Something listeners. It's a group chat that we call a bunch. I'll be there answering questions, listening to your feedback, and taking suggestions. You can join us by clicking in the show notes of this episode or visiting us online at startsomething.fm, where you can find all of the episodes for this podcast. I also think it would be a disservice if I didn't share my hack. For those of you who listened to the first episode and may be familiar with Bunch's culture, that we ask five questions of guests that appear on the podcast. And they are, if you were a global city, what city would you be? If you were a fruit, what fruit would you be? If you were a beverage, what beverage would you be? If you were a genre of music, what genre of music would you be? And last but not least, if you were an animal, what animal would you be? You, dear Start Something listener, you should know that I am a Nashville, Tennessee, pomegranate, bourbon neat, hip hop, dragon kind of person. And maybe, I don't know, that will show through the story of Bunches. Maybe if you know me outside of the podcast or even outside of Bunches, maybe that is, you don't find that to be accurate? I don't know, but it is part of who I am and part of who I am also really defines a lot of bunches for better or for worse. As the CEO founder, I think a lot of my story is really a part of the bunches story for better or worse. And I was born in New York. I grew up primarily in the rural South, but really throughout the country. We lived so many states. My dad worked for DuPont. We would move from state to state as his job dictated. And for a lot of people, I think that would have been maybe off-putting or a rough childhood or anything like that. And for me, it was quite the opposite, being able to see a lot of the country and experience a lot of what this fantastic nation has to offer and just experience the differing peoples from state to state was a pretty cool thing for for me growing up. I mean, it certainly has impacted my life in ways that I'm still discovering now, even as a 30-something-year-old living here in Nashville, Tennessee. But I also think that if we fast forward through <laughs> my childhood and those atrocious middle school years, one of the first exposures to divs and artisans 
friends was really my mom. Before the divorce, my mom was an artisan. She would shape, mold, fire, paint these little ceramics. She would have molds and a kiln, and she would fire the ceramics in the kiln, and then when they came out of the kiln, she would paint them. Everything from those little cute, praying, precious moments figures to teddy bears and dragons. And then we would do the craft show tour. We would go to the Dogwood Festival, the Collard Festival, the Watermelon Festival, the Chrysanthemum Festival, primarily throughout Eastern North Carolina, but really a lot of different places. I mean, that extra $300, $500, $600 a month, it meant so much to her. It was validation as a craftsperson. It was an identity doing what she loved professionally. It led to friendship and a little bit more financial freedom for our family and just seeing that growing up has really impacted me in, in, in significant ways. Really laid the foundation for Bunches where here at this company, we're really looking to help others find that financial freedom doing what they love, whether it's painting precious moments figures, creating music, starting a fashion brand, or being passionate about things like cars or the NBA. That's really the DNA of the, this company. And I, it started at, an, at a pretty early age in my life. Fast forward a little bit, I studied political science of philosophy in school. Knew for certain I was going to be in the political arena, primarily the international politics arena. Foreign policy was really a passion of mine and to an extent still is, but a series of changes in my life led to being a software engineer. I was self-taught as a software engineer and really viewed code as a creative outlet. Started with games and then moved to the World Wide Web in the 90s and eventually became a career. I applied to a small business and Eastern North Carolina on Craigslist of all places. This was, what year, 2007, 2008? And then worked at a place called Gander Mountain, which is REI, Bass Pro Shop, etc. And then really the career, my career and life changed when I ended up LinkedIn. At LinkedIn, I had the pleasure of leading a team responsible for what was called Talent Solutions or Team Money or the Recruiter Software product. I left LinkedIn after about 18 months in my leadership role there for a company called Adapar, which is a the wealth management space. I had the distinct privilege to serve as VP of product development there, which meant that I ended up leading product management, large portion of the engineering org, design, QA, etc. And then left Adapar after a couple of years for the startup world. I joined a, a small company called Exec, which you'll hear about in the next episode of the story of Bunches. And then after the Exec story, that's where kind of the Bunches story officially began. Even throughout all of that, I always believe that devs and artists and entrepreneurs, they drive society, right? Culture flows downhill is another way I like to put it. It flows downhill from urban to rural areas. That is, cities start to define culture before it makes its way primarily into rural areas. And then from the creative class to the general populace, and I've always looked at that, always wanted to be a creator, always wanted to help creators because it's a way to influence society. It's a way to impact the world in which we live. And we turned on to a lot of this thinking from Richard Florida, who wrote the creative class, Kevin Kelly's Thousand True Fans. Like those are both pretty seminal works that shifted my entire worldview into thinking about creators and creatives and artists and entrepreneurs and how they Im impact the world in which we live. Even started to work on this pretty early through college. I started 
started an artist-in-residence program at my local church and really sponsored musicians. We even ran a music venue in Eastern North Carolina as bands would tour the East Coast. They didn't have a lot of places to go between Washington, D.C. and Atlanta in Greenville, North Carolina, which is where I went to school, being just off of Interstate 95. It was a pretty convenient kind of layover spot. We would house artists and musicians. We would take them out to pizza at 2 in the morning after a show, etc. It was just this beautiful place and time in my life. We were hosting artists and musicians on their way further south after a tour up north and being able to hear their stories and help them along the way. Free housing is pretty great when you're on tour. That was pretty much before the tech career, the end of my interactions with a lot of creatives and, and artists until really starting Bunches. In 2019, really the idea phase of Bunches, it was before it was a registered company, before we had employees or even a product, just a dollar and a dream, shout out to J. Cole. But at the time it was just an idea in the back of our heads, like, hey, something is here. And we'll talk about that as well in later episodes, but I talked to a bunch of creators. A shout out to Chris Lavish, Mike Stahl, from Bad Mary, Eric Rakowski, Lewis Chen. We would hear their problems just over and over, regardless if you were Lewis in the dental space or Eric in the fitness space or Mike in the music space or Chris in the style and fashion space. Just over and over, we heard the same problems again and again, that 50,000 people will fill a stadium, but if you have 50,000 followers, like brands just shrug their shoulders at it. A thousand person audiences don't matter, or a thousand true fans do, and it's those true fans that oftentimes would provide the financial backbone to a lot of people provides not only are those thousands true fans your true fans but oftentimes they're the first people to listen to a song after you drop it on Spotify they're the first people to buy merch once you put the Shopify store up they're the first people to buy tickets to your event they're the first people to download a PDF course they're the first people to subscribe to your new channel your second channel or whatever it may be but no one knows who they are and a lot of those early creators that we talked to you just highlighted that problem over and over again Again. And it was one of these things where that Kevin Kelly work, the thousand true fans just really came to light, to mind over and over again, where it's so much work being a creator. In fact, the work around creation is often more work than the act of creation itself. And that theme, regardless of what vertical you're creating in, was just pretty wild to me that you could spend hours of your time on crafting a song or a piece of art or getting the look right for a styled pose for your Instagram stream or working on a video for your YouTube channel, etc. But then the work after the work was just that much more burdensome. It's pretty wild to me when I was diving into this space. And that's the problem that Tom and I and the team here at Bunches, that's the problem that we're out to, to serve. And so that's that's the intro to, to the story of Bunches. The story of my quest to serve creators is the story of Bunches, but it's also important to know that I am not Bunches and Bunches is not me. We're not one and the same. I believe that no matter how talented you are, no matter your backstory, no matter how hard you try, no matter you know your education or the trips with your creative mother that you would take as a child, you can't successfully start something alone. And the story of Bunches begins with me meeting a young NYU dropout who love Drake way too much and that's for the next episode here on Start Something. Thanks for listening everyone. We'll see you next week.